0: Hey, it's Jordan. I'm joined by Colin Cornett. Uh, You are one of the coal miners that have been uh, blocking this train in Kentucky. It's a train uh, that is trying to transport coal that you mined. Uh, You're with Black Jewel, which after the company went bankrupt, uh, they have basically stiffed you and your coworkers, if I understand it right. You're all owed about $4,200. Can you kind of talk about, uh, for the beginning, uh, when did you guys find out the company uh, was going bankrupt, and how quickly after that did things kind of turn for the worse?
1: Uh, I was actually uh, on vacation. Uh, we were on the beach. First day on Monday, uh, July the 1st, um, a coworker worker messaged me and wanted to know what was going on at the mines. And I waited I got back to the house, messaged him and found out they'd sent everybody home. Uh, Wednesday morning, we had just got it, got to the beach, and uh, I was told to check my bank account. Uh, Our money had been clawed back.
0: And this was about three weeks ago, a month ago.
1: Uh, This was uh, July the third when they clawed the money back.
0: Okay. And what is the what is the company saying? Uh, Are they saying you're going to be paid back, but it's going to take a while through the bankruptcy process, or they've just said you're
1: not going to be paid? My understanding is this uh, that we will be paid, and just right now it's just a time consuming process
0: mm-hmm. uh, and obviously, I mean you're a coal miner, so you you're working you know every paycheck counts, so the fact that they've stiffed you for these paychecks what uh, what have you started uh, have you had to tighten your belt? Have you missed some bills? kind of talk about the pressure on you and your coworkers um
1: uh, I've been able to defer a few things, but for the most part, uh, you know, everything still has to come out. You know, the lights still have to be on, the water still has to be paid. You know, you tighten up where you can, uh, you know. Um, And the bigger concept and the bigger grasp of this is what it's going to eventually do to uh, Harlan County. Uh, The bigger part being is that now 300 men in Harlan County aren't spending money like they used to spend money. And uh, eventually it's going to start affecting schools, affect the hospital, affect the local businesses, you know, as, as the dynamics of the county changes due to this. Uh, there is hope, you know, uh, the Black Mountain and the Lone Mountain were purchased by Copperville, a mining company out of Knoxville, Tennessee, and the uh, they have come out and said that they want to put up 450000 to begin with and another $550,000 uh, to try to make this right uh, through royalties over, I think, the next two years, if I'm not mistaken on that.
0: So a totally separate company is offering to pay for this back pay? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I...
1: a totally separate company that you know, had no dealing in this uh, until their acquisition of Black Mountain and Long Mountain. Okay. Have, have stepped up. And are they uh, then
0: trying to hire uh, you folks that were with this company, Black Jewel?
1: Yes. Um, last Friday, I was contacted about if uh, I want to come in and put an application in uh, with the company uh, at, the, at the mine site. But, you know, I mean, this is the process too. There's permits. There's, uh, there, you know, there's going to be several other things that, that have to come into play here.
0: Mm-hmm. And talk about uh, what it's like day by day because you and your uh, coworkers, which I'm sure it's kind of like a band of brothers type of thing, uh, are basically standing on that track blocking the train and that is called the you, uh, you guys mind. Uh, what is the mood there? Is it, is it pissed off, depressed, angry,
1: a mix of everything? I'm going to be honest with you, I think uh, the mood amongst more people is, is just disappointed, you know, uh, just disappointed that we went to work and, and we made sacrifices uh, to, you know, to make the company a profit uh, with limited resources. You know, that's something that doesn't get talked about a whole lot is uh, the reason why nobody realized they were going into bankruptcy. Is because we always ran a really tight ship, and so when they tightened it back up, nobody thought, for the most part, nobody thought anything about it mm-hmm. because we ran like that for the two years that I worked for them.
0: So basically, they, they were, were they were squeezing as much orange out of the juice, or juice out of the orange, uh, and then you know, mismanagement or whatever the reason. Uh, they don't pay back the people that actually were responsible for the production. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, talk about the town. Have, have local leaders, local politicians, local whomever uh, been trying to pressure the company? What's the, what's the kind of support
1: you've been getting? Uh, there's a class action lawsuit filed against the company that we work for, uh, two sister companies, and the president of the company and his son who were the board of directors so to speak they all share the same common denominator of people it's just they have a different name mm. uh, you know as far as like local support uh, our judge executive uh, uh, dan mosley has done a great job uh, trying to you know to, to react the best way that he can in this situation you know because he's smart enough uh He's smart enough of a man to, you know, realize what kind of impact this is going to have on this county. And this is the judge. Yeah, judge
0: executive. Okay. Because have they been? Has uh, local authorities or anybody been trying
1: to remove you guys from the tracks? Nobody has is you know, tried to remove anybody from the tracks. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, uh, it's been very peaceful. Uh, because, you know, that's the most important thing. Uh, whenever we went to West Virginia, we were very respectful in the, in the courtroom of the judge uh, and of the proceedings, you know, because it, it's important, you know, that, that people under, people don't lose sight of at the end of the day. These are real people that are just like anybody else working any other job. It doesn't matter what job that you work you expect your pay to be there. Mm-hmm. Whenever they write you a check, you expect it to be good. Mm-hmm. And, in, and the company wrote us, they wrote 1,100 checks knowing that they didn't have the money to cover this.
0: Wow. And kind of talk about, uh, not really, I'm not talking about the campaign or politics, but just in general, there's this uh, push uh, politically that you know companies treat their workers right. Uh, you know... Uh, Fight for 15, workers' rights, unionization, these kinds of things. Um, and companies, since the, since the 2008 crash, have been basically descri- doing, more, doing what you've said, which is making way less people do way more <laughs> and, uh, you know, quote, tightening their belts. But uh, do you think this is part of a, uh, a broader trend of corporations being able to pretty much get away with murder when it comes to their workers?
1: guess but but i think that uh, you know through the plight that the country has seen that we've been through uh you know i i, I feel like you know this can be something that that will change mm-hmm. uh, and and i hope it does you know in the state of kentucky we had two representatives come down and they're gonna they're gonna make it where that uh, kentucky has a bond set in effect for construction and mine mine work mine workers that the company has to post so much money up front to keep this from happening there was a loophole which is how that this happened i don't i don't know I don't understand that stuff but there was a loophole and you know they're trying to make sure that in Kentucky that we can close this loophole now i think throughout the rest of the nation that you know people People need to be aware that this can happen to them, you know. Uh, so many times it's easy for us to see people and say, what's just happening to them? You know, that isn't really that big of a deal. That isn't that important. But, you know, whenever it comes to your door, it's a whole other ball game. Right, right. And uh, what's been
0: uh, the reaction? I know you mentioned, uh, uh, I don't think McConnell has gone there. I think he's, his office made a statement. Uh, Are they trying to compel the company
1: to pay uh, the local leaders, or there's not much they could do? The U.S. Department of Labor has all the coal that they ran up there uh, deemed as hot goods. Mm -hmm. And so the Department of Labor, and President Trump's stance, is that uh, that coal don't move until we get paid. Right. That was from the Department of Labor, you know, through the president. And you know, and that's that's very that's very comforting, you know, to know that uh, that he will stand up there and say, "Hey, you're going to fight these people. They work for you."
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, coal nationally uh, is a controversial topic. A lot of a lot of people uh, think we need to move away from coal, but in Kentucky, I mean, it's one of the biggest economic industries. So, like you were saying. Um, it's not just Harlan but if coal miners start getting stiffed it could bring down the entire economy which is not exactly a vibrant economy anywhere anyway I mean there's issues with health care in Kentucky Um, I think it's still a very low minimum wage so can you kind of talk about how important coal mining is still to Kentucky
1: Yeah, I think coal mining it's not just important to Kentucky it's also important to this nation Uh, part of us having freedom from uh, the influence of other countries is that we have our own natural resources uh, a lot of times people they want to paint coal miners off as uh, just ignorant hillbillies uh, and that's not a fair assumption that's not it's not you know it's, it's not a fair assessment uh, i know in whenever eastern kentucky got named a promise area by president obama it was, they were going to bring jobs in. You can't replace a 20 some dollar an hour job with an $8-an-hour job and think you've done something good for the people because you've not. Uh, if we want to see real improvement, uh, then he should have, whenever President Obama did that, he should have stressed to uh, develop higher-paying jobs. mm mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people here that have worked manual labor for a long time that that are still able to work. It right. can work, uh, and it loved the work. You know, I, 18 years of my life, I've been spent underground. Mm-hmm. I'm very close with the, you know, a lot of the men that I work with. Uh, they they are family to me, mm-hmm. and Harlan is my home. Mm-hmm. I'm a third generation coal miner. My dad was a coal miner. His dad was a coal miner. Uh, you know, around in in, in areas like Harlan that have been coal dependent for jobs, it's very much your identity. Right. And, you know, no matter where I go in life, you know, I'm still a coal miner. Mm-hmm. That's still part of my identity. And I'm proud of that heritage. Right. And, you know, I'm proud of the sacrifices that my dad made and his dad made. And I'm not, I'm not of the belief that we need to get the push away from, from coal. You know, because at the end of the day, there's real people here. There's real people that have words that aren't getting represented fairly.
0: Now, uh, there's one thing to be prideful, but if, if, uh, as. You know technology and uh environmental opportunities change it sounds like coal miners are open to uh, other work as long as you're paid fairly uh and paid you know the same wages for your work whether it's uh you know renewables these kinds of things uh it doesn't it really what i'm hearing is you're proud that you've done this work but like under president obama if you're gonna if you're gonna be trying to pull away uh, the work you do like coal mining, you need to be replacing it with something that you could live off of and gives you a fair wage.
1: Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. hmm I mean you can have the greatest idea in the world, but if if there's no feasible way to make it happen, then I mean, it's it's a useless idea. You right. know, it was great whenever he deemed this a promise area. Mm-hmm. And that was all he did was just deem it a promise. We're still, I'm still sitting there waiting on the promise. Right. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't live extravagant. I have a family support just like 90% of the rest of America. And all that I ask is that um, to be given a fair wage, actually just be given a wage. At this point, I just want to be given a wage. You know, I've done work three weeks for nothing. Right. to make make somebody richer.
0: And uh, for people watching that aren't from Kentucky, obviously you guys are out there on the train tracks. What should people around the country, would you like them to send things to you guys? How could they support you if they're not there? Uh, What do you want people to know?
1: I just want people to understand that at the end of the day, that this just doesn't affect some coal miners from eastern Kentucky, southwest Virginia, and west Virginia, and out in Wyoming that this very much could affect, uh, you know, their job. And that's the, you know, that's the bigger thing, is this, uh this is a bigger issue than just the coal, than just the coal industry. This is about, uh, you know, you being, you being assured that whenever you go to work and you work for somebody, that your wages are there. Hmm. Thanks so I'm much. i that's what it is.
0: I agree. I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, we'll stay in touch as, as you guys uh, continue to protest out there for your wages. Thank you. Thank you.